expose my mind to clarity Oh, my spirit shudders Capture the moment, oh, to keep my sanity Welcome to another episode of Oh Shoot. You just heard the full intro song that I have. I usually play like only half of it at the beginning and then the full thing at the end. But I decided to play the full intro song at the beginning for you guys. So I hope you liked that. Um, Welcome to another episode. I'm Cassidy. I'm your host. Um, And, you know, we're here to talk about camera gear today specifically what's in my camera bag and a little bit about how you can choose your camera gear. Um, I did a poll on my Instagram this morning asking you guys what episodes would be helpful for you. And this was requested at least like five or six times. So for me, that's a good indication that I should cover it. So that is what I am going to do in today's episode. Um, I do have a few updates for you guys, Um, some work related and some non-work related Last time I was on the podcast, um, Charlie was on a work trip. He was in Maryland doing landscape work, but he got back from his trip yesterday morning. He was gone for two and a half weeks, which is a really long time for me. Like I don't really ever spend time apart from Charlie. So it was very just like weird. And I was like, oh my gosh, who am I? Like I need Charlie in my life. Um, And it was hard because he didn't have good service at the place that he was working. So calling was really hard. Like we would try to call on FaceTime, but then it would just like break up and like I just like couldn't hear what he was saying. So, yeah, it was hard. But he is back. And um, yesterday we spent the day together. I tried to not work as much as I could so that I could spend time with him because we're both like quality time people. So we went to the pet store and got um, our dog, Appa um, some stuff. We got him like some treats and like bones and stuff. And then we went to an Indian restaurant and ate food at night. So it was good. Um, so that is my personal life update, but I do have some business things to cover. So if you don't know this, if you don't follow my Instagram, um, I am hosting a free workshop on manual camera settings. It is going to be November 17th. Um, and that is going to be at 8 PM Eastern standard time. But if you can't make it to the event, it's going to be available afterwards for you to watch. So all you have to do is just be a part of my Facebook group because it's going to be like a live video that takes place in my Facebook group. So you just have to be a part of the group, which is linked in my description. Um, everyone gets accepted. So don't feel like you know, it's some application process. Like you'll, you'll get accepted and you can be a part of the group where my free workshop is going to take place. So I'm really excited about that. Also, another thing that I wanted to touch on black Friday is coming soon. 
if you don't know this, I have um, a bunch of resources in my shop on my website, but I usually do a pretty big sale for Black Friday. So um, I don't know exactly what that sale is going to look like for me. I'm guessing it's going to be at least 30% off everything, if not more. Um, so follow my Instagram because that's where you're going to see my sale. Like I'm probably going to announce it on my Instagram. Um, so yeah, we have lots of good stuff in my shop. I have like templates. So pricing guide templates, outfit guide templates. I have a wedding guide. I have my presets, my Lightroom brushes. There's a lot going on in my shop. So um, go check that out on my Instagram. I will be posting about it soon. All right. Now we are going to get into the episode today. So I wanted to first talk about what I shoot on and what basically like what's in my camera bag, because I do get a lot of questions about what I shoot on. And I'm going to tell you like right now, before we like start getting into this there, there's like no right or wrong camera gear to have. It's really just whatever works for you. Um, as long as you're producing the quality images that you want, like that's really all that matters. The camera gear and like the, you know, like all those nitty gritty details at the end of the day, they don't like, like it's not the end of the world. If you shoot on one thing and don't shoot on another, it's just whatever works for you. So I just wanted to, um, start off by saying that. So, um, first I want to talk about my camera bodies. Um, if you don't know this, I shoot primarily Sony. I feel like a lot of you guys know that. Um, I actually only shoot Sony, so I don't know why I said primarily. I shoot on Sony, um, which is a mirrorless brand of cameras. So um, I just recently got a new camera body. I got the Sony A9 II. So I was shooting on the Sony A9 for, um, I think it was just about like a year, basically a year. Um, so, but I got the A9 II because I wanted to upgrade my camera body. And then um, I also have my old Sony A9 that I was using. And I'm just going to be honest with you guys. It's good to have backups and to keep the camera bodies that you're not using anymore as backups. Obviously, you don't need like six cameras unless you like are a videographer or something and you run like multiple setups. Like if you're just like me and you shoot like by yourself, sometimes you have a second shooter. You definitely don't need like a ton of cameras for backup. I prefer just to have like one on me at all times, just in case something happens. Um, so yeah, that is what my a nine is serving the purpose of. Um, if Charlie is shooting with me, he's going to get my a nine. And then we have an a seven three. We actually have two a seven threes that we're going to use for backup. So, um, those are my camera bodies. I have just found that Sony for me works best. Like I really like how it has like face detection and eye autofocus. I think that the images turn out really crisp and I like the colors and I think it's easy to use. It's lightweight. I literally have like so many things, good things to say about Sony. Um, but I'm just going to leave it at that. Um, so I use, you know, all Sony stuff. And then if we want to talk about lenses for a minute, um, I have basically three different lenses that I have, I don't use like anything else besides these three lenses. So my favorite lens to shoot on and a lot of people's favorite lens to shoot on is the 35 millimeter. And obviously there's a good reason so many people use it because it literally is like such a good lens. So I have, um, two, I have, (laughs) I'm like over here, like 
how many 35 millimeters do I have? I have two 35 millimeter lenses. Um, so I have, um, what is the name of it? Oh, it's a G master 35 millimeter F 1.4. And then I have the Zeiss 35 millimeter F 1.4. Charlie was shooting on the Sigma 35 millimeter F 1.4 for Sony, but I am going to retire that lens because, um, not that it's not good, but, um, it's definitely struggles a little bit in the area of autofocus. So I upgraded my 35 millimeters so that I could give him the other 35 millimeter that I was using. So that is a lens that I'm using like all the time. If I go to a shoot, I'm using that lens maybe 80% of the time. Same with the wedding day. I would say maybe 70% of the time at a wedding day, I'm using the 35 millimeter. Um, and the reason that I like this lens, one is because of the low aperture capability. So the fact that it's able to go down to F 1.4 is really helpful for me because I do shoot in low light sometimes at wedding receptions. Um, it's usually just wedding receptions. Sometimes the ceremony is dark. Um, but that's why I like the F stop on this lens. And this focal length is really awesome for me because I, I just like how the 35 millimeter looks. So, um, yeah, that's why I shoot on the 35 millimeter. Then I have two 85 millimeters. Um, one of them is F 1.4 and one of them is F 1.8. Um, and these two lenses are basically just for getting anything that it's like, like I can't be standing right next to my subjects. So usually that's like a ceremony, um, or sometimes during a reception, like speeches or something like that. I'll use my 85 for that. And then if I'm feeling a little fancy at a session, I will pull out my 85 millimeter. Sometimes during a senior session too, I'll get my 85 out because it gives like that really nice, like blurry blown out background that a lot of senior photos are signature for, or like are known for. So, um, yeah. So I personally, that, that combo for me, the 35 millimeter and the 85 millimeter, that's what I've been shooting on for like two or three years at this point. And I haven't really found like any reason to change it because I only need those two focal lengths. So yeah, it's, that really is just, it is what it is. My 85 millimeter that goes down to F 1.4, obviously, like I was saying, I shoot in low light sometimes. So it's kind of a necessity for my lenses to have that capability my 85 millimeter that goes down to 1.8, we still use it in low light, but I try to use my other 85 millimeter before that one, just because of the f-stop capability. I did just recently get a 50 millimeter lens. So that would be in between my 35 and 85. So just kind of like a nice middle point. Um, I got the G Master 50 millimeter f 1.2 and all of these lenses are for sony um obviously but um this lens was back ordered for a while and it came in the mail and i've used it for one session it actually was like so pretty like i i kind of forgot how much i liked the 50 millimeter um when i'm shooting on the 35 millimeter obviously i love that lens but sometimes it can feel a little bit busy because a lot of this the like objects next to people or like anything that's in the foreground or like even the background sometimes is a little bit more in focus than like 
uh, longer lens, if that makes sense. So I feel like you see more with the 35. So you have to be like very particular about your location, which obviously you should be anyway, but um, you just have to be a little bit more aware of like what's around your subject. But with something like a 50 millimeter or an 85, a lot of those things in the foreground or the background get blurred out more. So um, I like the 50 millimeter for that reason. I think it's a lot more like creamy in my portraits. Um, and obviously the f-stop goes down to 1.2. I haven't shot at 1.2 yet just because I'm afraid that um, only like the eye of my subject's going to be in focus and like their nose is going to be blurry or something. Um, but I have this lens just kind of for creative reasons if I ever want to just get a different look to my photos. So those are the three lenses that I'm using all the time. And I do have two of the 85s and two of the 35s. And that is just as like a backup, um, just in case something happens to one of my lenses while I'm shooting. Um, and then if like something does happen and like, let's say I have a shoot the next day, I'm able to still have that focal length the next day. I just have like a backup lens. So um, that's why I do have two of each of those focal lengths because they are essential for me. And then my 50 millimeters, obviously just kind of like a rogue lens, but if I needed to use it as a backup, I totally could too. So that's basically what I use for camera bodies and lenses. Um, if we want to talk a little bit about like the other things that I have, like the accessories, we can do that. So um, for weddings, it's very important to have a flash. So I have two flashes. Um, they're just like Sony flashes, not really anything special. Um, and I have two of them in case Charlie shoots with me. On top of that, I also have rechargeable batteries for my flashes. I will tell you that for some reason, batteries and flashes get drained so quickly. And I've found that basically um, my batteries and my flash last two weddings and then I have to switch them out. And I was just finding that I was using so many batteries. Like I was going to Walgreens like every single, like every single wedding, like before the wedding and getting a pack of batteries just because I was nervous that my batteries were going to die. So um, I got rechargeable batteries, which I'm excited to start using for next wedding season, um, just because it's nice to recharge them, not have to throw them away. Um, yeah, it just feels better to recharge the batteries and it's going to save me money in the long run. So I got rechargeable batteries, which is exciting. Um, I do have two camera bags. Um, trying to think of the name of the one I have one from Atlas supply co and it's literally just called like their camera bag. And then I have the Wandred. Um, Oh gosh, I don't even know the name of it. It's from Wandred and it's just like, I think it's called the, <laughs> I'm literally going to butcher this. Um, the it's P R V K E. I don't even know if that has like a, like a word name that goes with it. It's just like P R V K E. I, and that could even be wrong guys. I'm, I should, I definitely should have looked this up. Um, but I have their middle sized camera bag and I like, I like it a lot. It's very comfortable. Um, my other one is not as comfortable as this one. It holds a lot of stuff. Um, it's waterproof. So it's definitely on the more like professional looking side. Um, my Atlas supply co one is 
kind of like more chill. It'd be like if you're, you know, just hop into a shoe. It's not really something that you would want to bring to a wedding with you because it's a little uncomfy. So those are the two camera bags that I have. Um, and then I have batteries for my camera. And I have, you know, at least six batteries on a wedding day if there's two shooters. So um, that is my camera gear and what's in my camera bag. Um, up, It's my updated camera bag because I, like I was saying, I got some new lenses and a new camera body. So as of 2021, this is the gear that I'm using. So now we can talk about how you can choose your camera gear. Um, I, like I was saying, it's, there's no like secret sauce or special combo that's going to get you these great and amazing photos. Truly it's about the person behind the camera. Um, and I know that sounds kind of cheesy, but honestly, like it's the truth, like all this fancy camera gear, it's going to help you, but it's not going to like be the reason that you have amazing photos. It's definitely like the creativity in your brain that's going to help you get there. All right. So let's talk about camera gear, how to choose your gear. So the first thing that you need to consider is, do you want mirrorless or DSLR? Um, So if we just start with camera bodies, because I'm not a big fan of like buying those um, packs, like the, the, I guess it would be called like a pack of like a camera body and like it comes with five lenses and a million SD cards. Um, I'm a big fan of like you buy something, just the body, and then you buy just the lens and you very carefully curate what you want in your camera bag. You don't just like buy this pack that someone puts together on Amazon. So um, we're going to start with camera bodies. What type of camera body do you want? Um, I have an episode that I recorded with Charlie about the difference between mirrorless and DSLR. So go back and listen to that because that's going to help you figure out what the differences are between those two. I am a big mirrorless fan. I think that the camera market is going towards mirrorless. So my personal opinion would be get a mirrorless camera. Um, If you're on a little bit of a budget, DSLR is going to be cheaper. And I also started on DSLR. So there's nothing wrong with that. A lot of people shoot on DSLR. So consider that when you're choosing your gear, consider what type of camera body you want. So that's the first thing to think about. Um, Then you can also think about if you want a full frame camera or if you want a crop sensor camera. Um, There are differences between the two. The main difference is that a full frame camera is definitely going to be more expensive than a crop sensor. Full frame, um, it's kind of hard to explain, but um, essentially full frame is like like nothing is cropped in, if that makes sense. So a crop sensor is cheaper because the sensor like crops in all of your photos. So, um, if you are shooting on like, let's say a 50 millimeter lens on a crop sensor camera, it's actually going to be more like a 70 millimeter. I don't know if that's like exactly what it would be like, but it's going to be a lot closer than, um, a full frame camera. If you shoot on a 50 millimeter, it's going to be true 50 millimeters. So, um, that's something to consider when you are looking at camera bodies as well. Um, there's lots of differences between the two of those and maybe I will make an episode on that, but for now I'm just going to leave it at that. And if you want to Google what the differences are, go for it. So that's something else to consider. Um, then if we talk about lenses, um, you should 
see if you want zoom lenses or if you are into prime lenses or fixed focal lengths. Um, essentially the difference, it's pretty obvious, but, um, a zoom lens, a zoom lenses is what I was going to say. A zoom lens can zoom and, uh, fixed focal length cannot zoom. So I use all fixed focal lengths. So my 35 millimeter stays at a 35 millimeter the whole time. It never moves. It never changes. And I have to like move to my subject if I want, um, to get closer or further away with the zoom lens. You obviously can zoom in to get closer to your subject. You can zoom out to be further away. You don't have to move your feet as much. Um, but the downside to zoom lenses is that your aperture cannot go as low as a fixed focal length. So I was telling you that all of my lenses are like F 1.4 basically, um, with zoom lenses, you're pretty much going to get F 2.8 at the lowest for all, almost all zoom lenses. I know some go down a little bit lower, but, um, yeah, with like affordability, it's going to be a lot more expensive to get a zoom lens that has a low aperture capability. So um, that's just something to think about. Um, if you are shooting like sports, you're definitely going to want a zoom lens. Like I could not imagine trying to shoot sports on a fixed focal length because how are you like literally think about it. Like if you're an NFL photographer, how are you going to move closer and further away from your subject? You're literally not because like you're you can't go out on the field. Like you can't go on, I don't even know a line, like the 20 yard line. Like you can't be out there. Like you got to stay back and in that case, you would want a zoom lens. Um, so there's different reasons why you would have those different types of lenses. Um, so that leads me into my next point. You need to ask yourself what you shoot primarily, like what type of things are you shooting? So to go back to the example of sports, if you are a sports photographer, um, you need to get gear that's going to help you in sports photography. Like or like a landscape photographer, for example, landscape photographers like, um, you know, they have wide, like really wide lenses. Some of them have like zoom lenses so that they can get like a bunch of different focal lengths. Um, so all of that like would make sense with the landscape photographer. But for me, someone that does portraits, I don't necessarily need, um, like a really intense zoom lens because nothing that I'm doing is so intense that like, you know, I can't move to my subject. So, um, that's why I use all fixed focal lengths because, um, I like the low aperture capability. So you definitely have to ask yourself, like, what do you primarily shoot? Or if you're not like actively shooting, ask yourself, what do I want to be shooting? So set your gear up to help you succeed in the area that you want to be shooting. Um, you also should consider backups. So, um, if you, get some lenses, like definitely have backups, like have a backup camera body. Um, I was saying that like, if you upgrade your camera, just keep your old camera as a backup. That's like a great way to have like an automatic backup. Um, and it's, it's just going to save your butt. If something does happen to your camera body or to your lens, just make sure you have backups um, on hand. Even if it's like having two lenses, like if you have straight up just two lenses, you can always keep those two lenses with you. And if something happens to one of them, you'll be able to switch your lens and there you go. You got to back up. So, um, that's basically all that I have to say about choosing your gear. Um, like I was saying before, I feel like I've said this five times already. It's not the camera gear that's going to help you like 
get those super amazing photos. Like obviously it's going to aid and um, it's going to be like a helping hand, but it's not going to be like the reason that your photos are going to be incredible. Um, so don't be discouraged if you don't have $10,000 sitting around to invest in camera gear. A lot of people don't and I don't. So like you don't need all of the super expensive gear. Um, just do your research. I have found that Google and like articles, those are your best friend when it comes to choosing gear because like there are literally like specific specs and all of these different things that you can find in articles that are going to tell you um, what's good about this lens, what's bad, um, like is it good at autofocus, whatever. Um, you're going to figure out what things are a priority to you and what things aren't. Um, so maybe autofocus is a priority to you because you do sports photography or maybe, um, I don't know, like having a full frame camera is a priority to you. Maybe mirrorless is a priority to you. Um, all of those things are things that you can discover through research and it'll help you pick out what camera you're to get. All right, friends, that is it for today's episode. Make sure that you follow along with me on Instagram and TikTok and all of those places. It's all linked in the description. Thank you so much for listening to this episode and I hope you have a great rest of your day. Expose my mind to clarity Oh, my spirit shudders Capture the moment, oh, keep my sanity No wisdom rushing in So much clearer A little bit higher With every step I take I'm getting good Getting a little bit better I'm climbing to the top Never gonna stop I'm